Hey, welcome to SWAS, another Goblins Gaming Podcast. We are continuing our ever-increasingly strange adventures of the SWAS compatriots, party people. Uh, basically, if you listened in last time, we just got into an out-and-out brawl with another group of adventurers outside of the lair of a dragon over who was going to fight the dragon. It was going to fight the dragon. Yeah, it was, it was weird. But uh, we survived, and uh, yeah, we're all back. So what's going on now, John? Okay, uh, so with, uh, with all of the fighting and the, the smell of spilled blood, the, uh, the horses that were in those stalls there to the right of Lil Hoot, are, uh, they're, they're freaking out. There was four of them. Um, and then you've got some, uh, some bodies to deal with there. Um, awesome off the cliff. Oh, Actually, man. search them and then toss I'll, them. Off. I'll speak with animals and I'll speak with animals and calm the horses down. Uh, okay. Well, um, they uh, when you speak with them, uh, they obviously are a bit surprised, um, but you're able to convince them that uh, that you're not going to kill them, even if you did kill their previous owners. Yeah, I tried to explain to him. Nobody wanted that. You know, that was just misunderstanding that went way too far. Made fun of Norland's mom. That never goes over well. Yeah. Never. I'll find some treats and give them to him. Tell him we'll take them back down where it's warmer as soon as we finish. All right. Make glue out of them. <laughs> Pay no attention to him. All right. The horses can't understand Is me. glue a thing He said the hoes are parties together. They have some forms of it, but not like what we have, of course. All right. Besides that, everybody knows the best glue is made out of gorillas. Mm. Or PJ. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so you guys are in this gatehouse. Um, there does not appear to be... Um, I mean, you guys haven't really examined it much or taken a look at these people. Um, but um, it doesn't appear that they've uh, been there a very long time. Uh, just looking around, it looks like they might have been there a day or so, uh, scouting the place out, seeing if they could uh, figure out a way into the into the keep there without the uh, without alerting anybody inside. Have they all been searched for any gear that we might find useful? Uh, no, you guys didn't do that because we ran late last time, so everybody was like, deuces! Yeah, we didn't do uh, any of the follow-up stuff, so yeah. Alright. So I'll go search the chick that I tried to save her life by getting her to fight with us. That's it, Chris. Go financially violate her. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll just let's just rummage through all their stuff and make a pile. Yes. All right. So, uh, as fairly successful adventurers, these guys were not absolutely broke. They had um, a good amount of cash on them, or a coin, anyway. Um, and so, uh, are Let you ready to write my, this down? I'm, yeah. I'm getting, yeah, I'm pulling up this spreadsheet now. All right, ready. Um, so they had, uh, they had just over, uh, they had 523 copper pieces. Amongst all five of them, 
90, 96 Whoa. silver pieces. All right. And 60 gold pieces. Okay. And uh, one of the... Uh, one of the people, the the little monk chick down here, um, she had several. She had like a little bag full of uh, small gemstones, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they they look like they, none of them were finished. They were like worn smooth. You're not really sure what they. I mean, they almost look like they, they came off the bottom of a riverbed or whatever. Okay, um, but they're all different colors and stuff. You you recognize some. Uh, blue quartz, some hematite, some agate stones, obsidian. Uh, in total, there was, uh, let's see, three, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven of them. And, uh, I mean, with them being unusual type stones, you could probably get about ten gold pieces for each of them. Okay. Okay. Um, one of the guys had a small little case um, with some sort of salve or something in it. And another one had a flask of oil. Ooh. And one of them had a very finely made, it looks like it might be elven made, um, a coil of rope. All right. Um, uh, as long as everyone's fine, I'll be taking the time to do it. I'll do the, uh, detect magic ritual. Yeah, I think, I think we're hoping to get a long rest in here. We're all pretty, well, several of us are pretty beat up. I mean, all I right. could use one, yeah. I'm less than Yeah, that. I have significantly less hit points than the last time. I what think. happened with that? What happened with that? We, we, we like to say that you were binned. Mm. <laughs> Over. Yes. I don't think I have control over <laughs> Sterling, so... Mm. Who did run him going last back, time? Uh, going back through the rolls, it looked like Brandon was rolling. Oh. Does yeah. he usually carry a rapier? Hmm. Hey, so guys, Brandon, let's, no. let's not... Rapier let's not, and crossbow. No. Let's not cloud the issue with pertinent facts, okay? Hmm. He tried hard. Alright. Um, well... When Eris does the uh, the ritual of identify on these things, mm-hmm. um, he discovers that the rope is a rope of climbing, and nice. the flask of oil Ooh. is oil of slipperiness. Ooh! And I guess Terry gets that. And the uh, yeah, I'll take it. The ointment is that. I don't know how you pronounce it. Kyotam's ointment. Um, let me throw that up here for you. Oh. That was the salve. Yeah. Um, how's that okay. in the? Um... Let's see. Oh, they they have to just call it restorative ointment because it's a uh... red bark. But yeah, it's trademarked. So let me um if you look it up in the well, can I show you guys? I took the oil of slipperiness, by the way. Yeah, we figure.
All right. Anyway, you can look it up in the thing. It won't let me uh, show it to you guys like like I usually do. Anyway, it's a it's a healing salve that can be applied. Um, you can either swallow it or rub it on a wound, and it restores some hit points. And uh, let's see, it's it has how many doses left? So the rope, the rope of climbing is awesome. It has uh, four doses in the ointment. And yeah, the rope of climbing is pretty cool. You think, uh, I mean, it's possible they were thinking about using that. One of our uh, our stealthy people could probably use that really well. If I ever get around to assassinating, I could probably use it, but until then, it's would do anybody else as much good as it would me? I think between you and Ryan. Um, I am the most stealthy person, and you just never acknowledge that. Really? <laughs> well, you're also like I guess you're an eight-foot-tall Sasquatch with an owlbear yeah. cub following him around. Yeah. With a plus nine to stealth. <laughs> That's actually pretty awesome. It really is. Okay, maybe he should have it. You just, you uh, just but... freeze and people assume you're a tree. As of, as of next get, level, though, I'll have a clock. Bugbears get a natural... Six, uh, I'll have a oh, stealth oh. thing, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, Pat right, is next level talk one. over everybody tonight. <laughs> yeah, as of level six, I'll have a climb speed of 35, though. Holy crap. Uh, we'll just keep it till level six, and then we can realign it. I mean, right. we can switch it around. All right, I'll hold on All to right. it. All right. Yeah. I think there's let, a delay on my... Okay, so um, when you guys got there, it was getting closer towards the evening, um, and you notice that the later it gets, the more the temperature seems to plummet. Um, so um, unless you guys try to... Uh, there's not really a way to close up all these arrow slits and stuff, so really the the only option you'd have to stay warm would be to maybe try and start a fire in one of these fireplaces. And you guys haven't checked these rooms or anything. I think we should cut open the horses and sleep in the horses. Oh. Tauntaun style. Style. All right. Well, that first room there where Lil Hoot is, that's a stables. Um, let's see. This room right here next to Sterling on the right, that looks like it's storage. You see lots of empty barrels and crates. Uh, they look so old that when you disturb them, they're more likely to fall apart. So probably nothing of value there. Uh, this room to the south there uh, contains some wooden cots that lie in broken heaps along the walls. Um, it looks like, um, this group of adventurers had laid out their bedrolls in there. Um, let's see. There is a little bit of food and water left over from them that they'll no longer need. Um, this room over here is a smithy. Um, so it has a chimney with a, an anvil in a fireplace. Um, there is a large set of, right. uh, 
that's storage on the right. The Smithy is on the left here. Uh, There's a bellows um, in there attached to the uh, fireplace and scattered around the floor are some rusty tools and some old horseshoes. And uh, then this room up here uh, looks to be like some kind of guards post. It looks like, you know, you can use the, uh, the arrow slits to fire down on people that are coming up the trail towards you. Which the previous people did Uh, to great effect. How long does your bonfire last, Eris? Um, Let's see. Bonfire. My other question is, did they they have any wood in here? Because we didn't bring any. They didn't. Um... However, those broken uh, barrels and crates that were in there, you could probably use those. Uh, uh, I can do it for up to, up to one minute, but it's a cantrip, so I can just I suppose just keep doing it over and over to a certain degree well, until could, I need to sleep. You could certainly gather up... Uh, oh, I got, also got the rope. I don't think I can go continuously. Yeah, oh, yeah, the flaming rope. So I keep trying to figure out a, a way to utilize it Big, but we can't don't get in a position when we need like a temporary wall. Uh, you did use it uh, in the dwarven fortress to kind of block off a yeah one minute attack. I actually was there for a second trying to figure out. I wonder if I can turn it into like a flaming whip, but I don't think so. That'd be cool. What do y'all do? Y'all want to just stay in this back part where there's no openings to the outside world and yeah, that's probably our safest. Yeah, I was bit. thinking that. Yeah. I'm going to go um, expand the uh, collapsible, what's, what do I have, the col- the pole of collapsing, and I'm going to block this uh, door here so nobody can come up behind us. Okay. I'm guessing that's the way we came in. I don't even know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so we, we circled around. around and came up the trail. Yep. All right. Um, let's see. And, um, so you guys are going to use bonfire to try and keep yourselves warm. Start a little fire in there. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, we'll grab barrels and stuff and, you know, broken pieces of wood, throw them in there to try to keep it going overnight. All right. Come on, baby, light my fire. Whatever I think would be good with my survival skill, anyway. I assume wood for a fire makes sense. Although I have my own fur coat, so maybe I'm not worried about it. All right. Um, we do have well, these like has... dashed a bit cots. Yeah, you can burn those as well if you want. Um. So yeah, uh, as uh, as it turns to night, it does get bitterly cold. Um, up here, exposed on the top of the mountain, there's nothing to break the wind, and it just comes whipping through that place. Um, even down through the chimney in that in that smithy area, through the arrow slits, you hear it howling all, all through the night. And so, uh, I need everybody to give me a um, um, a Constitution saving throw. Oh, oh no! We've we've done something terribly wrong. I think that's pretty much all the time. 
Right. All right. I'm just, just missing up one in more. The coats of the vanquished. Sterling needs to give me a con save. All right. Um, so it looks like Sterling and Eris, um, you guys really uh, struggle with the with the cold. You're not used to roughing it like this, and uh, and so you guys are going to gain uh, one level of exhaustion. No! Wait, was this oh, going to be our long rest? Oh, good. I was hoping. So, um, well, this isn't a long rest. It would be a short rest, remember, unless you guys use an, another okay. rejuvenating juice potion. Oh, yeah. I want to oh, use the GB right. juice. I, I want the GB juice. That's yeah, my I, think we, I think we take the rejuvenating juice. Alright, so hang on. Before we do that, I've got a Crap. Yeah, I still had a a second win to roll. Well, if if it's a long rest, it doesn't matter because you get all your points back. Yeah, if you guys are going to uh, use the 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 juvie juice, then then you guys will be back at full. Yeah, I use like all my daily stuff. Hit dice. Okay. Yeah, my hit no. dice are already full. How many of those do we have? Uh, uh last time we had like two. So this I think this one, is the then? last one. How much do they end up costing? Let me look. Did we use one last time? We used one at, yeah. the, at the beginning of last oh, time, basically. We used one at the beginning of last time? Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know that. I didn't recognize that, at least. So then we have one left. How much do they, they did... cost? Were they 200 or 250 John? They are 500 each. Ooh. Oh. I thought right. we had some kind of deal. We do, I, and I think it's supposed to be more expensive than that. <laughs> if, uh, oh. 500, 500, yeah, is... Uh, that was the uh, sale price? Yeah. I mean, they... All right, so do we want to just consider a half rest, or no, that's terrible, right? Yeah, I, I used all my daily stuff in that file okay. last time. All right, Personally, so I, don't I can tell else. you, in, in our holding that we have three potions of healing that we've collected. Um, and then whatever that... That ointment? Salve was that he just... We could never figure out how to spell. Well, I can tell you how to spell it, but it's not in the... Um, it's K-E-O-G-H-T-O-M. Kjoftum's ointment? E-P-H... K E O G T H E M G H T O M. Um, but it's in the uh, the compendium as just restorative ointment because they can't use trademarked names. Basically, gotcha. it's, it's medieval preparation age, guys. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, makes that butthole pucker right up. It restores your butthole. I have a quick question about the rejuvenating juice. Is yeah. that like one one bottle and we all take a swig of it? Is that how that works? That is yeah. correct. Or is it one bottle? Oh, okay, that's what I thought. I, may, yeah. I wanted to make sure before I gave my points back to myself. Yeah, one, one bottle. Um, it has enough in it for the for the whole party. So we are doing it 
they're rejuvenating juice. Yep. Yeah. You guys are. Okay. I'm just making sure. Um, in which case, since you decided to do that, that helps Eris and Sterling shake off the effects of that exhaustion. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, and um, I just need, uh, are you guys going to set watch or just uh, trust that nothing will mess with you in the middle of the night? Yeah. We'll set a watch. I, I can set, yeah. All right. Well, There's really no negative to doing it. <laughs> yeah, who, whoever's going to sit watch for me, I, roll me a d12. You want me to take the first one? Sure. All right. All right. Then who's got the second one? Coming out, Eris. He needs his beauty sleep. Yep, and my watches are unlucky. All right. Where Terry, why don't do, you I sit guess. watch? Or Tuvark. There you go. Terry needs his beauty sleep. Yeah. Right. All right. So, yeah, you guys make it through the night successfully. It is bitterly cold. Um, but um, but nobody uh, seems to bother you. Um, you're awakened the next morning by the sounds of the horses in the next room stamping and and, uh, and moving around in there. You think it's probably time to feed them unless you just want them to suffer. Well, Tuvark feels obligated to feed them, probably. So I feel kind of responsible. <laughs> All right. Assuming assuming that they brought food for their horses anyway, right? So just give them some of the food that they brought. Yeah, they they uh, they would have had uh, some feed in their saddlebags for the horses. So, all right. Well, now you guys uh, have to figure out where you want to go next. What you want to do? Um, Just keep going farther in. Well, we have to go west, right? All right, west. So. Just collecting all the dead bodies here. All right. Um, so, Tuvark, in front of you, you see a solid stone bridge spanning the 35-foot gap between the gatehouse and the main fortress. Uh, the drop is about 50 feet down to the trail below, and the bridge is edged by three-foot-high stone railings. Uh, can you mm. see that, or is the door shut? The door shut. Wow, oh. these this is not safe. These railings only come up to your knees. And you look the way oh, it's shut. That, that's just my knees. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you you probably ought to be careful if it is if it just goes to your knees. Yeah. All right. I'm across that a crouch. I was about to okay. say you could just pop a squat. Are you being sneaky? Is there any sign that they had opened the store or that it had been opened recently? Um, the one that you're standing at? Yes, yeah. they had opened that door. Um, or it looks like it has been opened in the recent past. Um, looking across the bridge, though, um, it looks like 
there are uh, uh, th that the door across from you is partially beaten down. Hmm. Interesting. Um, all right, I'll look over to Sterling and say, "It looks like it. Uh, they're trying to beat it down. Maybe it's locked. Is that something you could work on or check?" You say that to Sterling. Yeah. Oh, he got kicked out. Sorry, he's not in oh. here right now. Uh. Oh. He did get booted. Uh, oh. Well, let's like I can check his character sheet, so I'll see what he says. <laughs> he says, yes, but of course, I have thieves' tools. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, so yeah, if he wants to uh, lead the way over there, he can. Is everyone else okay with Sterling leading the way? <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, we'll have him traipse over there and see if the door is locked or what's going on with the door. All right. As he gets closer, he uh, sees that um, Mallard above uh, to the to the north uh, of the door is an iron bell with a short rusty chain dangling from it. And then the door, like I said, it looks like they uh, tried to pick the lock, were unsuccessful, and then just tried to bash the door down. Sure. Are you back, Ryan? I'm back. Sorry. All right. They volunteered you to go over and break into the fortress by yourself. Let's do it. <laughs> that was that was what that's exactly what I was going to suggest. All right, you do it by yourself. See, we were just doing what he wanted to do. Yep, yeah, you exactly. Best. All right, so uh, Sterling, since you're over there, I'll describe it again. You crossed a a, a, a bridge there with a fifty foot drop on either side down to the trail below. Um, you found a a heavy door. Um, it looks like somebody tried to pick the lock, was unsuccessful, and then tried to bash their way through. And hanging next to the door is a uh, is an iron bell with a short rusty chain dangling from it. Hmm. What are we going to do? I want to you over to see if you could open the door. If you can, oh, yeah. I see you moved me over there. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Hold on, let me. I'm gonna try and pick the lock. Yeah, that's the plan. Okay, hey, um, Eris, you've got an extra Al Bundy up here on the walkway. Oops, there's two of them. That's my uh, backdoor camera. Okay. All right. Um, the lock does give you some difficulty, and just when you think you're about to uh, break off one of your tools inside, you feel uh, a slight give in the lock mechanism, uh, and whatever rust or ice that was inside the lock that was holding it in place um, breaks free. And uh, you hear uh, the the lock click as it disengages. I'm gonna I'm gonna step back and just motion to whoever's next in line. I opened it. 
You go in. All right. Well, I was dumb enough to stand here. I guess I'll start walking across. All right. Good job on that roll. You rolled the exact number you needed, Sterling. <laughs> it cracks me up how many times yeah, that have... happens. All right. Pushing the door open reveals a short hallway. Walk through here. Okay. Um. Anyway, it reveals a, a short hallway with two uh, murder slits on the left and the right. Um, and another right. door in front of you. All right. Can I tell from this distance if it appears to have a lock on it or not? Um, um, it does not look as though, well, it does, it, it looks like it might have bar, a bar on the backside if that's engaged. All right. I'm going to try to quietly walk up and check it. All right. Go ahead and roll me a stealth roll if you're doing it quietly, like. Nimbly bimbly. 22. All right, you feel very sneaky as you make your way forward. And uh, as you try the door, it does appear that it is uh, it is not locked. Pushing the door open reveals a chamber inside. Let's see, let me describe this one to you. Um we lost Ryan so again. So this is a cold, it opens onto a cold and dismal hall. Um, there are shields and weapons and tapestries that once festooned the walls, but everything is torn down off the walls, and the decor is destroyed. Inside the room, you see a dozen humanoid skeletons in rusty armor scattered amongst the debris. Painted on the stone floor is a 10-foot diameter shield-shaped crest that features a black tower being struck by a golden bolt of lightning. Hmm. Does it look like our... um, Does that tower look like our... uh, Whatchamacallit that we have? Um, No, this is... uh, It it almost looks like a, um, a chess piece rook. Kind of tower, not like a lighthouse or anything. Right. So, yeah, it kind of looks like a, a yeah. chess rook tower, um, and then it has a lightning bolt striking it. And it's painted on the floor, gotcha. real big, hey, underneath think... all of the dead people and destroyed items. Hey, John, I think your your mic might be like an eighth of an inch too close to your mouth or something. It's just getting like some chuffs sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. The song of his people, his beard singing. Yeah. Yes. Sure All right. Uh, okay, that's a big room to walk into. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, Tuvark looks back at, at Terry and makes the look safe face and shrugs. Remember, Danny, you're a bugbear, not a teddy bear. Right. Well, Terry, you know, he's he's he trusts Tuvark. So he'll move in there with him. Terry's his own Sin Albendian. Reconnaissance. Of course, yeah. 
All right. This uh, so there's like a is this where the tapestry or whatever is over here? On uh, either side? There were tapestries all the way around. Uh, but they're all like torn up and and on the floor. Gotcha. Like, okay. On the north wall, I can see. The north yeah, wall, the north I can wall. see a, a chimney or a fireplace. Yeah, there's like a fireplace up there. Or is this a doorway? Um, closer inspection reveals that. Well, it looks like there was a tapestry hung over it, hung over it at one point. Um, but it looks like there might be some sort of um, false door in the wall there. Yeah, I'm, gonna go, I'm just gonna go tap around see if I can find like a mechanism to open it. All right. Um. Because yeah. I could see a hallway through this murder hole if they're walking through. Yep. Well, a quick search uh, reveals a a small um, indentation where you can grab a hold of it and it swings outward towards you, uh, revealing the hallway that, yeah, you saw behind there. So, yeah, I'll just point that out to everybody else. And I guess I'll, I'll like close it partway back for now just to be safe. All right. Yeah. So, okay, guys. So there's one way. Then we have a door to the south. Yep. And then we there's have a door to the south. A fireplace, and just the whole whole rest of their area to look at, I guess. Yeah. Do y'all want to search through all this stuff and see if there's anything? Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna search through. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna search in the ch- chimney. Me and Little Hoot. All right. <clears throat> Eris is on come in, and depending on how long it takes us to uh, just to detect magic real quick on the room. Um, unless you cast, I mean, like if you cast that a ritual as a ritual, that takes ten minutes, right? It'll be a ritual. Yeah, depends on how long. Like I said, depends on how long it's on take us to do it. All right. Um. Okay, so Tuvark, when you go over to the chimney, um. Small beasts that you have seen before come flittering out into the room. That's what I figured. More of an annoyance than a threat. They begin uh, flitting around, attacking anything they can see. More sturges? Yeah, that's not annoying. Anyway, unless you fight them off, they're going to suck your blood. So I suggest. Yeah. Well. Right. And everybody, go ahead, roll some initiative. Initiative. Man, we can't be dying already. If you die from five sturges, I'm going to make fun of you forever. That's sad. Level one characters. It can happen. I mean, it's a statistical possibility. It's a trick question. Yes, yes, it is. All right, Norlin, you were ready for something to happen, so you're up first. What do you do? Wait, uh, are we missing? We're missing somebody. I yeah, we're missing. Mine's showing up. Uh, Tuvark was ahead of me. 
Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, I don't see Eris hitting it. A second. Oh, Tuvart rolled stealth. That's why. I rolled initiative. You're, it's right underneath the. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I see it now. Mine's still not showing. A second. Nope, it is not showing. There. Oh, I lied. It wasn't Eris, or it wasn't Norlin. It was Eris that reacts the most quickly. All right, which belies the fact that he had so much trouble rolling initiative. All right, Eris, what do you do? Um, do a magic missile. All right. I think it's not working. Hold on. I thought I could have it up on my phone too and use that since I'm going to use my laptop without my uh, monitor, but it's not working. One. Two, three. Three separate targets. All right. Three of these Sturges just get blasted out of the air. Um, speared by magic miss eels that just punch through their bodies and yes. and out the far side. Oh, I guess you can pick which ones you were aiming at. Um, That's fine. Okay. Still. All right. Um, now Bundy's going to give. Um, now Bundy's going to give advantage against this one over here to help Action. All right. All right. All right. Just you were about to swing at a Sturge in front of you, uh, a one of Eris's missiles punches through the Sturge, and it clatters to the ground. What do you do next? Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna walk over its dead body and take a swat at this one right here. Alright, you have advantage because of uh, Owl Bundy. And 18 hits, and with 6 piercing, you just skewer the thing. It slides off of your dagger and slumps right. to the ground. I'm gonna, I'm kind of, I'm gonna pistol flip my little dagger and sheath it again. Alright. Very impressed with myself. Uh, you should be. All right, you're just gonna leave uh, the other one to the other guys. Um, yeah, I guess I do still have movement. Let's see, one, two, two, and then I'll attack from here. All right, a twenty-two hits, and you kill that one too. All right. Guys are oh, well then I'll you guys are experienced. Pistol you guys don't spin. aren't worried about no uh sturges. I ain't worried about no freaking sturges. You do you do the Doc Holiday with his little uh Absolutely. Alright. Well, let's see. Tuvark has his so, sword yeah. halfway out of the sheath and then just puts it back. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Harry didn't even realize what was happening. He turned around and you guys were swinging at stuff and then he was just there. All right. Um, Okay. So what do you guys want to do next? This is like the... Is the... uh, So I was looking at the tapestry. Does it... it, um, Was it specifically there to hide the door or does it... Does it have anything of note um, on it? 
it, it did appear to be like um uh, um you know some some sort of rich embroidered tapestry at one point but everything in here has been destroyed at some point um Um, why don't you all roll me a perception check? Perceptify. All right, we got a couple 19s, a 12, a 20. Terry, are you not going to roll? There you there he is, a 22. He's... All right. So uh, this stuff all <laughs> looks smashed up, and um, and it's just, it smells like orcs in here. Hmm. That makes sense. This is where they used to live, right? Yes. Um, and also, with the 22, looking at the uh, the dead, or the, the skeletons on the ground, um, it doesn't look like they uh, were killed by violence, like none of them have, uh, you know, arrows poking out of skulls or, or missing limbs or anything like that. Looks like um, something else might have killed them. Are there any oh, exploded heads? Nope, nope, no, no exploded heads. Um, and they, like all of the flesh, has long rotted off. These look like they have been here for centuries maybe oh are there any crystals so nearby probably even before the orcs uh no you don't see any crystals all right um do you want to go south through that door or do you want to go east through the secret door we found I'd the secret, secret door first. Door. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling drawn toward the secret door. Right. Secret tunnel adventures. All right, all right. We're adventurers, not pansies. That's right. All right. So it opens on to um, just as um, just like a cold, empty hall um, with arrow slits all along it. Um, this area appears to be free from orcish predations, um, but it looks like this was just part of the castle's defenses where they could, um, again, watch over the trail and fire down on attackers that were trying to approach. Um, Sterling, where you're standing, it looks like that was a a spot that um, they could also watch over the entryway as well and fire on anybody coming in. Whoever designed this place designed it to be uh, fairly well defended. I'm going to look up to the north here. All right. Uh, Tuvark, uh, as you round the corner, you see a doorway uh, that leads further into the castle. Right. Well, now do we want to go follow this door or go back and go through that other door? <laughs> Let's keep going. Can we uh, search this door yeah. for traps? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Um, roll an investigation roll. 
Uh, yeah, you take a look at it, and um, this does not look to be trapped in any way, shape, or form. Looks like just a normal passageway. All right, I'm going to open it. All right. It opens on to more hallway with more arrow slits. So are these like thick doors that can be barred from either side kind of thing? or uh, Yes, they are. Or just from the... Yeah, they, they they could be so secured. Looks like these were set up so that they could just basically fall back as necessary, one section at a time, almost. Yeah. Now, this thing is uh, nigh impregnable. Yeah. Like, okay. uh, lookout vantage points all the way around it, so you can shoot at people as as they slowly make their way up. It's. Yep, and it's cold, hostile <laughs> terrain. Yeah. Not a great well, vacation spot. Yeah. Probably not fun to live here unless you had regular supplies of fly there. Like, yeah, if we could fly though, like this would be this would be great. No wonder a dragon would want to be here. Or if we had a portal. Yeah. No. All right. <laughs> and warm fuzzy boots. Hmm. All right. Uh, so, uh, where do you guys want to go next? Well, just want to keep following these doors. Sure. All right. Yeah. Um, I'll investigate this yeah, next door. Uh, with the, I feel like you take we a look at it. It's making just a loop around this place. Look at that. That's a double crit. Holy look at smokes. Look at this. Dude, All what right. in the heck? Sterling. Well, how do you like, think from Ryan? I'm really, really. really he's just good. walking around. He's like, that one's good. That one's good. Don't got to worry about that one. <laughs> it basically right. just says finger finger guns toward the door, and it's. Right. There's actually, right. there's like a uh, a piece of paper next to each door that tells exactly when it was made, what traps may or may not be available. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it does appear that this door or this uh, hall reaches a a dead end there at the end. I don't believe it. Sterling, use your your door powers and find a door. (laughs) All right. Still not bad. He does indeed find a door. No way. He actually made a door, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he willed it right into existence. All right. So that door opens. Let me describe it. the right map. All right. That's room 18. Okay. Uh, so this room has a, an especial... Uh, Orky, filthy stench to it. Um, any furnishings that might once have uh, lived in this room had long since been burned in the large fireplace there. Um, you see um, a couple doors to the south um, that something large has shoved its way through, um, breaking down not only the door, but also the archway around it. Oh, that's this area down here? Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, it looks broke. All right. Looks like there's rub all around it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this room is just full of like old, nasty, matted furs, uh, bones from from animals that have been consumed. Uh, it's uh, it's filthy in here. Hmm. Oh, so it looks like from down here something came in. And then oh yeah, this direction. Well, as we start looking down this hallway, yeah, there's just like rubble everywhere down through here. Yes, there is. Um, and actually, Maybe that is open to the elements. Through? Wind is whipping down that hallway towards you from outside. Cold wind. Hmm. Terry well, says we should go into here because this is where the dragon Back inside, is. This way for the... And we and we want to get this over with. So if yeah, if this uh, map is right, it looks like these doors exploded like towards us and then to the east. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's go that way, Terry. All right. Terry says we either die here and or we, well, we live and explore later. <laughs> all right. So Terry, as you make your way in there um, to the north there, you see a spiral staircase that appears to be leading upward. Where do the dragon um, tracks lead? Other doors. I can't imagine the dragon could have gotten through here. It's as big as they say. Yeah, no. It's probably like a wormling and it just has some kind of illusion effect <laughs> and mind control powers all right is that a door right there that terry's standing there on? there is a door in front and there's two more doors to the south where did the dragon tracks lead though well let's just check that door i guess all right terry kicks the door in not actually just open all right okay Move that door there. Cautiously. That opens onto or into um, a uh, let's see. How do we describe this? In the middle of the room, there's a sturdy oak table um, that looks like it was a, um, a some kind of planning room. Uh, there are small, tiny, carved wooden figures of soldiers strewn about, uh, along with many torn-up remains of old maps. Um, you find three humanoid skeletons in rusty suits of chainmail lying on the floor near rusty longswords. And a uh, fourth humanoid skeleton in rusty plate armor lies slumped in a chair that faces the fireplace. A steel goblet on the floor between the legs of the chair. How rusty is that plate mail? Uh it's it's pretty rusty. Like it 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 looks centuries old. <laughs> Again, all of these skeletons uh, look like uh, they were from long, long ago. 
So probably not worth buffing out and putting on them. No, probably not. All right, I'm going to open the next door down here. Okay. Switch back to that layer. Right. That room is is an armory. There were weapon racks that once stood on the north and south walls. They lie smashed on the floor amidst uh, among, among the remains of some wooden mannequins. There's rusty hooks on the walls that once held armors, shields, and helmets. Anything valuable? Um, not that you can see here. All right. So you're checking out that room. Terry, when I described that room, did you go in and look around or did you just open the door and peek in and that was it? Um, He just kind of peeked in. If the dragon's not in there, he's not really interested right now. Steve Mark will go in there and look at everything. I feel like more than I want to make sure there's nothing good in there. But I'm going to stay away from the stupid fireplace because I don't want to deal with Sturgis. Terry's going to go pee in the (laughs) fireplace. All right. So, yeah. Okay. uh, Tuvark, as you look around in there, you you see, like I said, the the rusty uh, chain mail and plate armor. Uh, There is that goblet uh, that's underneath the, the chair facing the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Um, does it look like it's in usable condition still? It does. Um, it doesn't look fancy. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's uh, made out of steel. Um, but a quick examination mm-hmm. of which uh, reveals that there's like a like a film on the bottom of the glass. Oh, give it a sniff. All right. It does. It I'm, tastes, I'm standing uh, right by the fireplace. Oops, sorry. Uh, Go ahead. In, in hopes that Sturges will pop out. Yeah, um, maybe they have stashed something up there. So the, the goblet um, has a film in the bottom um, that smells like poison to you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, and Norlin I wonder if that's something Tuvark... I can use my uh, herbalism kit and pull out, like, like get it out to use it. You could try. Do you have... Uh... I'll, I'll just stash that in my pack for now. Okay. Yeah, I've got like, and... an herbalism kit and stuff. Yeah, and then you and Norlin, while you guys are in there, roll me a perception check. Got an 18. All right. Uh, both of you notice that there appears to be a small crack at the bottom of this eastern wall, and there's a small draft coming up underneath the wall. Oh, I'll check and see if there's like a door or a hidden well, wall or cupboard or something there. While he's doing that, I do want to peek up the chimney here just to see if somebody hit anything. All right. Using uh, my superior dark vision. 
Yeah, um, it just appears to be a soot-stained chimney. No sturge nests in this one. Um, okay. No, like, loose bricks or... Um, nope, nothing there. Whoa. Uh, but Tuvork, uh, Tuvark found a, uh, a stairway that Tuvork. descends down into the mountain. Well, this is like a secret door. It goes to the other room, and it's got a set of stairs in it. Yes, yeah, I told them about that immediately. It's like a narrow set of stairs. Nice. Yeah. Whoa. Do you want to check that out or, or look at the rest of this level first? Terry just wants um, to find the dragon. <laughs> let's, um... I don't know. Let's check it out. I don't care. Let's investigate Curious finds need to know. We've almost looked at everything on this level, though. Y'all don't want to just do a quick perusal before we go downstairs and get eaten by a dragon? You just want to go get eaten by the dragon? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's finish the... Yeah. Sorry, I got so excited. Let's finish the <laughs> level. <laughs> all right. We're going to we're gonna now quickly let Sterling work his door magic on all these other doors and check everything out. All right, I'm going to kick out in this south door. Yeah, if you're moving quickly, I'll just explain. No, if you're okay, that door opens on onto kitchen. There are twin fireplaces. Places in the south at some point looking for food. Uh, there's a door Um, this one, however, does look like he was killed. Um, there is still a an old rusty dagger lodged between his uh, spine and his shoulder blade. Yeah, that that would do it. Poor dude. All right, I'll open this door to the. And that reveals a large dining room. Again, the orcs destroyed everything, going so far as to even pull down the chandeliers that once hung by chains from the ceiling. There's a long wooden dining table and a dozen wooden chairs uh, shoved into the sooty fireplace is a stuffed and mounted head of a large white wolf with glassy blue eyes. Um, it looks like um, it at one time hung over top of the fireplace, but the orcs thought it would be funnier to throw it in the fireplace. The world. Orcs. All right, well, I guess let's open these northern doors. I guess that's going to be in that hallway again. 
yeah, it opens onto a hallway there. No. Y'all want to go down the secret stairs? Absolutely. I don't like secret stairs. What? <laughs> they always end badly. <laughs> okay. Zoom out a little bit here. All right. So who's going down the stairs first? I'll do it in case it's dark. I can see. All right. Let me. And if people need any smart mouth talking to. All right. Um, you guys will need to <laughs> scroll over to the right hand side of this map, and I'll drop you guys over there. Yeah, we gotta make sure Norland the investi- the uh, ambassadors there for us. <laughs> Either that or uh, Terry. True. All right. It's funny how, like, I imagine it's because uh, it keeps not getting saved back, but Terry's name, every time we go to a new map, Terry's name disappears from his token. Oh, does it? All right. So I've arrived at the it's bottom. For me. Yeah, hang on just a second. I'm, I'm in a small room. There with you. Oh. Dragging everybody else. Dragon, uh, huh? Yeah. Oh, while he's All doing right. that, uh, any of you guys watch Lucifer? The uh, it's, it's on Netflix now. It used to be on, I don't know, WB or something. No, I had. I've 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 seen bits and pieces of it. All right. Well, so the newest it. episodes just came out. It's like the second half of whatever season it is. But in the first episode of the second half of this season, one of the guys they're investigating, and his name is Peter Peterson. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> of course. Yeah. Nice. And he uh, he's he runs a uh, mini golf thing on the show. That's awesome. Lucifer runs a mini golf place. No, Peter Peterson does. It's like Magic Kingdom mini golf. Magic Kingdom mini golf. Interesting. Something like that. Okay, so All we came right. down these store, these stairs yes. on the north. Is that what happened? Yeah, and you enter an empty room that is deathly cold. Uh, above each of these three doorways is a stone lintel uh, into which the word crypts has been carved in common. Oh. Hmm. I look over at Norlin, and it's weird because his eyes look like gold coins. Wait, platinum coins. Weird. Hmm. I didn't know Dark Elves did that. <laughs> All right, which door are we going to open first, Sterling? Go over here. Right. So inside uh, the doorway is a rough-hewn passageway, um, and there are several alcoves, each of which contains an unmarked stone casket. I'm going to turn and say, lid stay on, oh, boys. Come on. There's five of them and five of <laughs> us. We should all go one at the same time. 
you know, like literally every casket can't be haunted. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna statistically, I'm gonna pry at this right? one. I mean, I you, have, you have huh? played with uh, John before, right? All right. Um, so, uh, Norlin, give me a strength check to get that lid open. All right. It's a heavy stone lid. Uh, there it is. Oh, it's too That's much for your frail elf form. Uh, come give me a hand, somebody. Tuvork's basically a beast of burden. I'll come up there and open it. Got my powerful build. All right. So with the two of you working together, uh, you guys are able to muscle it off. Inside of which is a um, is a uh, the bones and rusty armor and rusty weapons of a warrior who it appears fell in battle at some point. Um, this one appears to be laid out uh, in a pose of rest, with its hands clasped over what was once its midsection. Nothing. Sterling walks back up here and he says, oh, this one must have already been open. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, so nothing nothing tucked away or like any loose seams no. that would give a reason. Okay. No, no. You All take right. a look around. It just looks like a dead person there. Would you like to repeat that process for the remainder? Um. Yeah, yeah. you guys, if you want to check all of them, you find much the same uh, in each one of them. Okay. Tuvok <sighs> rationalizes it. He's like, well, you know, maybe somebody got buried alive in here. We'll save them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Y'all want to move to the next door? Yeah. All right. Yep. Are you going south or, uh, do or next? east? Uh, you want to go south? All right. Okay, this chamber uh, appears to be not as rough-hewn as the other one. Um, it has finished stone walls. And uh, these uh, sarcophagi, the ones in the four corners look similar to the other ones you've seen, but the one in the center of the room has a strange symbol on the lid. Let's open it. Can I- do a, uh, I want to do a per- I want to do a perception for like runes or tripwires or anything like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do a perception check. Yeah, you don't see anything. It's good. A four. <laughs> Looks clean great. in here. We have no reason not to believe him at this point. He's been spot right? on. Right. He's been spot on with everything. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so Let's Sterling, as you approach, rune, as you approach this, uh, this, um, uh, sarcophagus or coffin, you notice that there are metal clamps, uh, two on each of the long sides holding this thing shut and, uh, carved into the lid is some sort of, uh, like I said, some sort of mystical symbol or, uh, rune. All right. He he says it looks mystical. We all look back for hmm. this. 
Is there anybody trained in Arcana? Earth. Or the the one quarter inch that I, of Brandon's head that I can sometimes see on his camera. All right. Eris. Did you go in there? Oh. Oh, he's rolling up his oh. uh, I can't hear you, Eris. We lost you. Just took his headset off. Yeah. Um, but either way, I wasn't going to make you roll an Arcana check. This is obviously um, a symbol of one of the schools of wizardry or magic. If I were to tap the lid of the coffin, does anything move around inside it? Um, nope, there does not appear to be any kind of response from the inside. Uh, Brandon, can Brandon hear us? Uh, I I don't know if he can hear us or not. All I can see is the very Uh, top of his head. All right. Yeah. So what is the school of magic? Um... It is uh, evocation. All right. Does Eric tell us that? I guess he has to. All right. With that in mind, I'm going to stand back out in the other room and and, uh, ask Eric if he can open it. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I can't hear if Brandon's saying anything. I don't know what Eric is doing. I think he's trying to get his mic working. Uh, Norlin, are you like, uh, yeah, investigating yeah. the coffin then, since you're tapping on the lid and stuff? Uh, absolutely, yeah. Seeing if the locks look pickable or if they're sealed with some sort of magic. Okay. Um, so as you walk around and look at this thing, you don't see any kind of lock or handle or mechanism at all. There's just these metal clasps that are latched in from the side of the coffin and up onto the uh the lid it's like an l-shaped wooden or l-shaped metal clasp holding this lid down so i put my hand on one of the clasps and i just kind of look up and glance around at everybody like there's no way i can't not open this right well does i don't know enough about areas of spells do you have like the knock spell or anything can you hear me Oh, I hear you now. Yes. Yes. Stop me from That's doing something really stupid. Yeah, I'm about I to do something really stupid. What What was stupid? Oh, I, I was about to tinker with the magic clasps on this coffin, unless you can tell us what the top of it says or means. Well, it's just the what symbol. Can I gather the, from yeah, it's just the symbol of the school of evocation on the lid. Yeah, so it's probably going to blow up. Um, <laughs> Maybe, do you have the Harry hearing spell, that like leaves spell? promptly. John, is. Uh, can I ascertain anything else about the uh, dust? Uh, about the about the symbol? 
the symbol and all. I mean, I am an evocationist. Yeah. After you, all. you don't see any kind of uh, mechanisms or anything that can be um, manipulated. There's no handles, no no places for a lock or a key or anything like that. Just these metal clasps set into the uh, stone top. Yeah, if I can't figure anything else about it, I'm going to do um, knock. Oh, you do have that? Yeah. My only other thought was try to cast like an evocation spell into the symbol, and maybe that would do something. Yeah, if knock doesn't work, I can do that. All right. My roll cut did it. John. Um, so, so what's it like? Have you? I don't think you've ever cast knock before. What does it look like, and what does what happens when you I cast knock? I did it once before. Um, basically, uh, taps a spell, and a um, and at the end of it, you hear a loud knock. But I'm going to um, basically, Eris is kind of does like his last part of his uh, hand gesture to like. A couple of inches away from the thing he's got some spell on, he kind of acts like he knocks on it. Okay. That's kind of where you get the uh, sound from. All right. And then you but, guys hear, hear a, a knocking sound. Uh, it's quite loud. Um, it echoes up the hallway there into the chamber where the others are waiting. Norlin is standing right next to the coffin waiting to see what's going to happen. Uh and when you cast the knock spell, these four metal clasps, they all just flip sideways like that, um, uh, releasing the stone lid. Well, that's our symbol. That's our key. Eris looks back at the other guys and just kind of like gestures toward it, being like, come on. All right, so I'm a little offended at not being able to pick up the other one, so I want to try to lift it again. All right, go ahead. <laughs> this one. All right, this time you, you muscle this thing open. Um, inside. I immediately die. I love no. that Aris left the room. <laughs> no, inside. No, I'm back to the room. Uh, in, inside is a, uh, is a small... Um, a small skeleton um, looks like it might have belonged to a gnome or a halfling rather than uh, than a full humanoid. Um, and on this skeleton, most of the the robes or whatever clothing it was wearing has uh, has rotted away through the years. Um, but on the skeleton's crossed hands are a pair of rich silk gloves. Uh, with uh, a metal shell on the outside. I would carefully remove those and inspect them further. More gauntlets of fancy punching? (laughs) Uh, These don't look like they're uh, fancy punching, uh, but they do appear to be very finely made. On the palms of each is uh, is a star with um, several magical runes surrounding it. Um, and then on the back side of the glove is uh, a shell of some kind of light uh, metal, uh, possibly mithril. Hmm. I'll, uh, I'll show him to Aris to see if he's 
can detect anything on them. I didn't get to hear that description, John. Can you say that again? Okay, so they're they're silk gloves with uh, a, a star on the palm, and then around the star is these magical runes, and then on the backs of the gloves uh, are um, it's a uh, like it's it's a light metal. It looks like mithril. Okay. Yeah, I don't take a good look at those. Uh, yeah, these obviously there's something special about these. Uh, when you uh, touch them, you can just feel the magic emanating off of them. Okay. Very interesting. In them. And uh, what else do we see there? Just the uh, skeleton of uh, of a very small person, either a gnome or a halfling. And uh, the rotted remains of some robes. Cool. Has the skeleton twitched at all? Nope, it has not moved in any way. Should we go ahead and put the lid back on before it changes its mind? (laughs) Yeah, if I can't think of anything else in there, John, then. So you're just going to remove. You're just going to remove the gloves and then put the lid back on? I, I um, that be very respectful. <laughs> okay. As much as a grave robber can be, I suppose. Yeah. I throw a few shorty jokes and then head out. All right. You can always uh, put the mask on. Do we want to Do we want to investigate these other oh, coffins? Now we're investigating coffins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do it. You always investigate right. the coffins. Yeah, Eris is actually yeah, going to walk over, John, while they're doing that. 180. He's really into it. While now. they're doing that, John, Eris is going to walk back and inspect those gloves a little better and try to fit in the identified ritual if uh, it takes longer than 10 minutes. All right. I'll, uh, so I'll work on, on this one next. So so are you guys just going to go through the rest of the crypts inspecting it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. I so each, each of the rest of these coffins don't appear to, to be um, – as special as the one that you you guys just opened, um, inside each one there's armor and bones and weapons. Um, obviously, these were people who were respected as heroes and and given an, a hero's burial. But um, there was nothing else remarkable about either uh, any of the other coffins. Uh, the the passageway to the to the east there uh, reveals another room, kind of like the one to the west with the uh, rough-hewn walls and, and uh, coffins shoved in the corners. Um, and then Eris, uh, when you cast Identify on them, you discover that these are Arcanist's gloves. Or Arcanist gauntlets. Sorry. Um, nice. That sounds very fancy. Uh yeah, I mean right up uh Eris's alley because now he doesn't have to get Those his hands dirty. He's like... got fan- magic gloves. He does not like it in his hands. Sound like fancy magic gloves. Oh my god, those are awesome looking. Whoa! Right, I'm a very excited right now. So glad, so glad that I could get those for you while you cowered in the other room. Oh, cower! I uh, studied. 
It's a very big difference. All right. This is arcane power. Whoa. Those are nice. Hmm. So it gives you a chance to basically uh, not expend a spell slot when you cast them. I, that's impressive. Yeah. But, uh, five, that that can be interesting. Huge. So you roll yeah. a d6. Cool. You can get five levels worth of spells per day out of it, but they can't, they can't do the same level spell slot twice. Huh. I like, that's really clever, because like, you're more likely to get, if it's a lower spell, you're more likely not to use it, or not to spend right. it. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, you're gonna be looking for a third level and a second level spell or something, I guess, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Or just possibly get to uh roll a, a a free fifth level spell once you get high enough level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, uh Santa John. Haha. <laughs> Santa John. <laughs> Don't thank me. Thank the, the poor gnome wizard that died centuries ago and left behind these fancy gloves. <laughs> so, uh, I may or may not have accidentally found a secret door. <laughs> <laughs> may or um, may not. Where was that? Can I... Can I investigate right around in here? <laughs> On that southern wall? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I may have clicked one thing too far and accidentally saw something. All right. That's uh, a, legit, a legit method. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you you do find a, a, a secret door. Uh, there is. So what, what happened was uh, um, when Norlin was opening that uh, casket, he almost hit me, and I, like, stepped All back right. into it. Um, you see a small uh, handle that is retracted into the wall, and when you pull it out, you can turn it and open the door. Do you do so? Yes. All right, the door well, bursts open. The door bursts open, and a, a blast of cold air throws blasts you off your feet. Um. And uh, oh, the door flies open, uh, revealing a small ledge uh, that basically looks out over a 300-foot drop. Oh, good. <laughs> That's where they toss the extra bodies when they run out of a sarcophagus room. <laughs> yeah. Sheesh. All right. All right. So that's like a door to nowhere there. Um, yeah. So this just so um, yeah. It, it looks like um, it could have been used as like a a last ditch escape route um, because as you uh, look over the cliff edge, you see what looks like a a very treacherous, very difficult looking uh, series of hand and foot holds chiseled into the mountain. Can I tell, like, looking, can I tell where uh, it goes? It just looks like it goes straight down. Um, so it, it, it ends uh, at the bottom of this drop-off about 300 feet below you. 
So it was just kind of like a like 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 a back route or a, a secret exit from the fortress. Cool. Um, looking at the outside of the door, it looks like there wouldn't have been any way to open it from the outside. Mm. Okay. Alright, so we're going to go back up the stairs and down the other stairs? Down the spiral staircase? Up the other stairs, actually. Yeah, the the spiral staircase actually goes up, yeah. Alright. So you guys going to do that then? All right. If that's the case, I'm just going to drag you guys up there rather than try to drag you across the map. Um, all right. All right. Dun, dun, dun. Let me... Let me get all you guys together. It's easier to draw a box around you and drag you all at once. Where's Terry? Is he underneath? I went up there already. Oh, I was already moving over there. All right, Terry. Here, let me drag you over there. All right, still on the right side of the map, just at the north. Oh. All right. So you guys make your way up the spiral staircase. Uh, um, into a room. Let's see. Um, and it does appear that the doorways here have been bashed down as well, as though a large creature has passed through. Um. Let's see. Uh, Sitting in the middle of the room, uh, this room is decorated with spoils of war. It looks like maybe the orc war chieftain had set up this room as his his place. So the heaped around the room are furs and antlers, uh, rotting heads of of different humanoids. You see uh, dwarves, humans, and uh, orcs mostly. Uh, as well as other trophies. Any any valuables, trinket? Uh, well, I guess the trophies. Anything of significant value? Um. So as you look around the room, you see a severed orc hand lying along this wall right over here, still clutching an elegant looking but uh, an elegant looking great axe. Mm. <laughs> it's like just attached to it. Yep. Yep. The hand is still wrapped around the haft of the great axe. Um, Terry, here's great axe and uh, his interest is peaked. All right. I'm going to hold to this thing here, Terry. <clears throat> I'm going to go. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm going to go grab that. Yeah. You take a look at it. It appears to be very nicely made. Um, and uh, etched into the side of the blade is that same symbol that you saw downstairs, the, the like castle with the uh, lightning bolt hitting it. Um, but there does not appear to be anything magical about it. It's just a, a very finely made 
uh, great axe. With oh, complete with seven. Oh, what a hands. spoiler! Complete with I mean, seven. That's pretty. Uh, you know what, uh, Terry? Ter- Terry hey, will take it. Uh, just to look fancy. Three. Does it? If it's already got the one orc hand on it, does that mean he only needs one more hand to wield it? That is a very <laughs> legit question. Uh, I don't know that, that that would be interesting to to find out. I mean, it's a two handed weapon, right? So if there's a hand on it, I say leave the hand there. Yeah, that way you can use a shield. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um. I don't yeah. think John's, John's going into it. No, no, I'm not. He's never into our no, we're, cool we're, ideas. We're not rolling with a great axe and with a shield. That <laughs> oh. was a nice try, though. All right. I mean, you could keep the hand. All right. Yeah, yeah. So that nothing would, else that in would the be room. A really, really cool magic item worth grabbing. That actually kind of would be like a a great sword or a great axe with a, a magical hand that allows you to wheel it one handed. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were getting at. Why don't you just make that this weapon right now? No. <laughs> Why How about no? I mean, we what investigated it into existence. <laughs> All right, here, I'm going to investigate to see if it's magic and will allow an extra. Oh, that's that's close. No. It was only you and you messed it up. It needed, it needed 17 or higher. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, shucks, guys. Not cool. <laughs> All right. What if Terry um, just, like, manifests it? The... <laughs> uh, what? He's, so just, he's, gonna, to he's, he's just going to uh, speak it into existence. You, s- you see another smashed doorway leading out onto a rooftop. <clears throat> well, let's um, go. And... Uh, on the rooftop, there is a coating of slippery ice. No. Um, from all the cold. Oh, no. Um, all right. Hang on. on let me rooftop, check. On you see several chimneys sticking up through the ice. Um, so out here on the rooftop, um, it's... Uh, very difficult to make your way around. Um, the terrain. You're saying the terrain is is makes it difficult on us. Yes, yes. I'm saying it's uh, <laughs> it it makes it difficult on on you to walk across the terrain because it is icy. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna. I just put it in the chat. I'm gonna right. really my, come up with an easier way. My that... boots of gliding that allow me plus nine to navigating on iced over surfaces. Oh, very very nice. Um, I'd say give me a hand, but you're not in the mood to. No. Allow no. hands this evening. Not tonight. Um, do you guys ever have you ever watched uh the YouTube channel Dungeon Craft? There's this guy who gets on there and he talks no, about D and D all the time, and uh, he's this real nerdy guy and he wears sweater vests, and so like whenever he's going to give an opinion that Sweet. he thinks people will disagree with, he's he says I'm wearing my uh, sweater vest of protection. 
against criticism. All right. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, um, as you step out onto the roof, you see that uh, the southwest and southeast corners of the building have crumbled away over the years. Uh, but over here in the uh, northeast corner is a pile of of something um, that appears to be um, surrounded by large, jagged purple crystals jutting out in various directions. All right, so like I see the, the dollar signs written all over that. So I'm going to take like two or three quick steps and then plant my feet to kind of do like the surf slide thing on the ice. All right. So uh, so you begin skating your way over there? Yeah. yeah. Let's start. Shh. All I'm right. going to grab the wall right here to stop me kind of close-ish. <laughs> all right. Uh, like a, so a small you, child would grab the, the wall with a skating rink. All right, as as you begin making <laughs> your way over there, um, all of a sudden you um, feel more than hear a presence behind you, Norlin. And uh, as you turn around, you see a large creature uh black skin with purple crystals jutting out at various angles its wings are spread but they're not flapping um and uh and all of you although you don't hear it with your ears uh you simultaneously hear a voice that just comes to be or appears to be coming from directly inside your skulls and uh here, let me uh, throw up this picture of this uh, or this token. Just a voice say, "Roll for initiative." No, nope. You hear a voice that says, uh, uh, "It says, I see you've come to try to take my uh, treasure." Uh, there we go. So it is a large black dragon with purple crystals jutting out of it. Great. Oh, so it's not like immediately behind me. No, it's uh okay down, down here on the corner of the building, and again, its wings are outstretched, but it's not flapping them at all, and yet it seems to be hovering about ten feet above the ground. It's just trying to look I don't, big. I don't see anything, but I'm guessing uh... you don't see anything. Uh, Terry also does not see. Probably it. because of where we're standing. Down here? Oh, yeah, we can't see down there. Oh, it's yeah. there. We can't mm-hmm. see that because the, the building's in the way. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, we we shoot Norlin on. Go. Oh, now you want me to talk us. Okay. Now we're looking. We're just no, like, we want you to go get like, the treasure. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Uh, treasure, dragon. We're here to work for you. Oh, um, I did not anticipate new servants, but they're always welcome. Oh, you're just walking straight towards him. Well, I mean, I've got to sell it a little bit. Uh, well, he has like 
uh, boundary issues. Um, right. he oh, says, is, is he letting us move? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's allowing you to move. Um, it is slippery and difficult to move around up there. Yeah, I'm just going to move around a little bit so I can see him. <clears throat> All right. Um, he uh, he regards uh, you, Norlin, and uh, and says it makes sense that the dark elf would uh, wish to uh, work out some sort of arrangement. Did you uh, take care of the the uh, interlopers down below? They foolishly had been trying to get into my keep. They have all met their maker. Good, then you're actually capable. Um, Wouldn't go that far. He uh, seems quite pleased that you uh, would like to uh, offer your services. And he says, uh, and so what could you do for Glixishathak? First of all, we're going to come up with a new name. That's Mouthful. All right, say that one more time. There, I just put it in the chat. Nick Middleplick. All right, so what I would propose, Lord Glix, is a strategic plan to increase your influence over the region. Some don't even believe you exist. Oh, I find that hard to believe. I've been letting everyone know that this is my uh this is my territory now. Well, most just simply don't believe it's true. They they believe that the purple crystals are really just nothing more than shiny rocks. Oh well. Uh there are fools of every stripe. Let's see. What what would you have your servants tell them their power is? Um, so so he's hovering and his wings aren't moving; they're just spread out. His Correct. wings are spread out, and yep, he's just hovering. Uh, it seems to you know he's bobbing a little bit in the wind, um, but does not appear to be hmm. um, flapping his wings or anything to stay aloft. Um, he's. How uh, how high up is he? Could I could I sneak back into here? He's he's seeing? about ten feet up, um, off of the off the ground. Um, you could try to stealth and and sneak your way over there if you want. And uh, no, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and stealth back in and see if I can't get over to an arrow slit to take a shot if right. I need to. Go ahead, roll your. Go ahead, roll yes. your stealth. All right. That was a ten. All right. He oh, chuckles God. a little bit, and uh, and says, uh, "Well, your friend, uh, he needs to work on his uh, stealth skills a little bit if he wishes to uh, be sneaky in the future." You can go ahead and step out, little one. I'm not going to eat you just yet. Oh, I, uh, I, 
I forgot my. Uh, I'll you know I'll just leave it. I forgot about something. Don't worry about me. Well, Lord Glicks, I would worry about your own powers of perception if you really believed for a second that we were here to work for you. Oh. Wait, what just happened? Tuvok was really just like thinking about what it was going to be like to work for a dragon. and <laughs> um, Harry just wants to boast that he killed all of those orcs. The, the dragon just kind of cocks his head to the side a little bit and says, Oh. I thought you were smarter than that. Oh. Don't tell you. So you might tell the juices in A. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, do you, in addition to hurling insults at the dragon, are you drawing weapons or, or what are you doing? <laughs> Harry, I, mean, I don't think this is going to go down any way except for this, right? Harry's going to rip his shirt off into a rage. I mean, Tuvark was already like updating his resume, saying he worked for this dragon. Yeah, he, yeah. He, no, he I'm going to buy what you were selling. I'm I'm going for the the whirling holster removal of the two daggers with a wicked little grin on my face. <clears throat> All right. Um... Though I should probably try the bow and arrow first. Um, let's see. Tuvark. No, not Tuvark. Mm-hmm. I guess Norlin, because you've been at the front. You've been talking to him. Um, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, I'm not that wise. Clearly. Oh god, I'm really not. I'm minus one. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no. Oof. Hang All on. Right. Somewhere I've got somewhere that something lets me re-roll. Mm. The Norman was done. Alright. Um, Probably. Yeah, he, just let it ride, whatever. He looks he looks at uh Norlin and he says, I see the the greed and the ambition inside of you. Um, but I fear that that's going to lead to your downfall. Uh, excuse me really quick. Can um, you do our future background checks for new members? Just curious if that's an option. What's that? <laughs> Can who do them? The driving. Can you do our future background checks for our new members? <laughs> that would be mm. helpful. That's assuming you have new members. And you don't all perish. That's assuming you still alive to help us. We've got two and a dead one. Alright, yep, they're down uh, at the bottom of the hill, aren't they? Yep. Um, so, Terry, did you, are you moving towards this dragon in a in an attacking manner? Um, I mean, if I've already raged, then yeah. So you just rip the, uh... Well, the... For, well, I I, have, I make it very theatrical. Like, I get the chair out, and I kick it out, and I put one foot up on it, and then I just, like, you know, really get into it. 
<laughs> Our, okay, while we're having our little stare down or whatever, and he's calling me out, if I were to like really pay attention, are there any stones that appear to be loose on him at all? Um, that would be an investigation check. Mm. All right. Um, from what you can tell, these uh, um, crystals that are jutting out of his skin, they almost look like the one on Tuvark. Like, they appear to be bonded to his body. All right. Um, let's see. Um. Uh, when Terry puts his chair out and uh, does his little theatrical thing, uh, the dragon just says, well, if it must come to this, then it must. And, and at this pulse point, there's a, a, uh, a pulse, a psychic pulse that comes out of the creature. You can almost see it move like a shockwave through the air. And uh, all of you must make a wisdom save. Just out of curiosity, since I do so much psionic weaponry, am I immune? You are not immune. Tuvark, I'm going to need you to roll it twice. Wisdom save? Yes. Tuvark killed him. Suck it. Suck it. All right. Does Eris have one? Have a what? Uh, wisdom, wisdom save. save. You need me to make one? Uh, yes, yeah, that is everybody. what he said. <laughs> All right. Hello? Yeah. yeah, we said, we yeah, said yes, we need to make one. Yes. He, he did. Okay. He made one. Okay. Okay. Um. So, it looks like Sterling and Eris failed their save, and so you guys are frightened of the dragon. Hey. Dang it, I... John! I'm just guessing I'm that I was rolling with disadvantage. There is that what was happening? Yes, you were. I guess the purple crystal started that. Eris is afraid of the dragon. All right. Uh, so you guys are afraid of the dragon, and um, you feel like a, a psychic Ooh, assault dragon. against you. Um, and so uh, while you are frightened of this dragon, you are also under the effects of the confusion spell. Oh, no. Of the what spell? Confusion spell. Okay. Alright. Um can I show Oh man, it you to want you? to die to determine what you do? Yes. I see All you right. can't take reactions and you roll a D ten at the start of each of your turns. Hey, just question, would this level of psychic attack count as a, a form of charm? Um no, it's not it's not really a charm. Um um, charmed is a specific kind kind of condition in um, 
D&D. I gotcha. I have advantage on saving throws against being charred, and magic can't put me to sleep. I was just thinking that maybe since I was evil too, that he wouldn't be able to affect me as much. Yeah. All right. So, so you guys are both maddened and uh, and. Oh man, that's attack. I read it. Let's go ahead and roll initiative, and then it is um, it's ten o'clock, guys. I think I want to pick up here next time, and that'll give you guys a whole week. That's fine. <laughs> to uh, to think about. I'm keeping that. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll the initiative so that oh, we yeah. know what we're doing. Oh crap! I rolled a sixteen, here. but I'll. I didn't have my token picked, but I'll roll it again. Oh man, Brandon, confusion sucks. Boom! Confusion sucks big time. Twenty-one point fourteen is close enough. You can just click on it and change it, Norlin. Oh. Uh. Yeah, what if you just go you, over to where had you, you rolled are. before and just click on it. Yeah, yeah I rolled was... sixteen, but it wasn't selected. Oh, gotcha. All right, Eris, oh, we man. need a we need an initiative from you. I did roll it. Did it pop up? It was a four. four. Oh, are you on the list? It didn't go up there either. No. Oh. That's why it I did said not. I didn't think you had rolled it. All right. Yeah, roll, roll it again and we'll change it to a four. Yeah, you got to select your token before you roll. How about now? Yep, that worked. Man, I was the worst by a long shot on that one. Except, well, except for Eris. That's right. You got a four. Yeah, Eris roll a four. All right. That's and, uh, so, so we'll start with Sterling next time. See what he wants to do. All right. So, yeah, I figured this. Uh, uh, hold on. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm really worried about this whole random direction because he's really close to the ro- edge of the roof. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was worried about, too. He is confused. Like a good, almost fifty percent of his movement options are off of a roof. Who the dragon? Yeah. <laughs> no, Sterling. Oh, yeah, me. Harris too. If he rolls a, Harris is over near yeah, the If edge. he rolls a one on the D ten, he could just walk right off. I don't. I don't agree with that. Yeah, both of you could. That's right. Yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> this thing's not that formidable, or it would have killed the people down there in the keep. Uh, maybe it was in control of the people down there, and they were actually guarding. Nah. All right. Well, uh, you know, I think if Sterling and uh, if Sterling walks off the edge, Tuvart might just follow him. Just, <laughs> just be like, eh, yeah, these guys. <laughs> Yeah, sort of a why not situation at that point. Mm. All right, all right. Well, uh, so um, I fully expect you all to all right. uh, formulate a battle plan this week. I, uh, if you guys want to use the uh, chat yeah. channel, to, I can't play next week. To strategize? Oh, you can't. Why? No. 
I'm going to be on vacation next week. What? Oh, no. what Thursday? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Could, could we plan ahead and do Thursday night? Uh, I could it, play Thursday this week, yeah. Instead of like, we usually do Thursday night when we miss Sunday night, but this time we would be doing the Thursday night in front of the Sunday night. Yeah. We're preempting Thursday night. I'm going I'm to buy it's everybody the, on Steam. All right, bye everybody on, on the stream. Twitch, it's oh, on stream. Twitch. What? Yeah, yeah. Just looking ahead because the following weekend is July the fourth, so there's even a higher probability that some of us can't make it then. So if we did it on Thursday night, at least we could foreseeably wrap up the fight for the with the dragon, or either all die, and then it, it wouldn't really matter. I'm gonna be in Canada. I can. Can you can you buy Craig? Do they have the internet in Canada on Thursday? Yeah, but I, uh, I don't know if it's on. What's today? The twentieth? No, okay, not on today. Thursday. Is the twentieth? That's hey. next week. Next week, hey, John, you can buy Craig too if you want to. Oh yeah. Okay. Off to Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Uh, Craig. Craig. So, do we want to go for Thursday night then? 